everyone, and welcome to the All It Takes a Gold podcast, the best place in the entire world, including all of Canada. To learn how to build new thoughts, new actions, and new results, I'm your host, John Acuff, and today I'm going to share my goals for 2023 and give you at least 37 ideas for yours. But first, let's hear a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode. Hey, it's John Acuff, and I am already thinking about what I want to accomplish in 2023, and I bet you are too. But here's the thing. According to the University of Scranton, 92% of all New Year's resolutions fail. 92%! Those aren't great odds. They're not. But here's the good news. It's not impossible. In fact, 8% of people finish their New Year's resolutions. They write the book. They get in shape. They grow the business. They learn the foreign language. They do it all. How? Well, that's what my brand new free guaranteed goals challenge is all about. With the right tools, you can stack the deck in your favor. And it's all possible with four simple words. These four words took me from publishing zero books to publishing nine. They took me from running zero miles to running thousands. These four words took me from my first salary at an ad agency to making 50 times that. You heard that right, 50 times that. These are powerful words. And in the Guaranteed Goals Challenge, we're going to break them down piece by piece so that you'll walk away with a guaranteed goal system that you'll be able to use over and over and over again in 2023. The challenge is happening January 10th through the 12th. You'll learn how to get out of the dreaming phase, how to make a plan that's right for you, how to finally stop procrastinating, and so much more. The best part is it's 100% free, no strings attached, and it's all online. So you can watch it from wherever you are. No matter what you want to start, whatever you want to do in 2023, if it's write a book, start a podcast, lose weight, Start a business, scale a business, literally anything. You can accomplish it with this system. I guarantee it. Join the free Guaranteed Goals Challenge at acuff.me slash challenge. That's A-C-U-F-F dot me, M-E, slash challenge. acuff.me slash challenge. And I'll see you on January 10th. All right, let's jump into today's episode. First of all, we've got to say Happy New Year. Are you excited? It's 2023. Oh, I am. I love this time of year. There's so much possibility. We've got the entire year ahead of us. It's fresh. It's wide open. Anything is possible. This is part two of a two-part episode. Last week, I reviewed my 2022 goals. I told you which ones were home runs, which ones I bombed, which ones were in between. It was a fun, fast episode. And if you haven't listened to that one, we'll link it in the show notes. I think you'll love it. So last week, we looked back. Today, we're looking forward. I'm going to share all the goals I'm working on for 2023 as we head into a new year. Now, because it's January 2nd, I haven't planned all of my goals yet. There's this myth that by January 1st, especially if you're a perfectionist, you should have your goals perfectly planned out already, but that's just silly. I work with a lot of billion-dollar companies who run their year from June to June or March to March. They don't worry about starting everything on January 1st, and neither should you. January 1st is a great day to start a goal, but it's not the only day when you can begin a new goal. So right now, I still have this massive list of goals for this year that I'm curious about. I'm going to whittle this list down throughout January and even retire some goals throughout the year. Never assume that what you decide in January has to force your hand in November. It would be ridiculous to say, 
Yes, I've hit some unforeseen challenges. The marketplace I'm serving changed dramatically in the last 10 months with technology. Um, I'm busy with some activities I couldn't have predicted 11 months ago, but a deal's a deal. I made a plan in January, and I'm now handcuffed to it still. That's actually a tiny version of a big lesson that I learned in counseling. I was just thinking about that, that that's a small version of something big I've learned once. A counselor asked me why I was still believing things I first believed when I was 13. And what he meant by that was that I had retired a lot of those beliefs because they were made by a 13-year-old, but I was still holding on to some other ones. Like I remember thinking as a 15-year-old, wow, driving is really difficult. It's so difficult. It was so stressful. I learned on a stick shift and hills used to terrify me. Like the slightest hill was terrifying. But I don't still live against that wisdom from the 15-year-old me. Like I don't look back and go, Well, at 15, I decided that hills were scary things in cars. So once a decision's been made, no, I'm 47 now. I don't get sweaty when I see a hill and think, well, but remember, as 15, we decided hills are difficult in cars, and it's still true. I think a big part of growing up is letting go of old beliefs. And those can be beliefs about the world or yourself that you picked up as a teenager, or even beliefs about goals that you picked up in January and no longer need to carry in November or March, or June, or October, if things have changed. That said, here's the direction I'm aiming in 2023 with my goals. As always, I will review them with you at the end of the year. I love this episode because it's kind of the, hey, here's where I'm headed, and then in a year from now, I'm going to go, whoa, what, what actually worked? What actually happened the whole year? And you'll hear me in this list wrestling with a few of these because this is mid-process. I'm in the trenches. I'm still working on them. But with no further ado, here are my 2023 goals, starting with career. Goal number one, get back on YouTube. Um, I don't know what that means yet. I need to add a lot of clarity to that goal. It's way too vague right now. But I think what it might mean in the short term is making sure that when I create real content, like I'm creating a reel a day right now on Instagram because it doesn't seem like they show photos to anyone. Like maybe my mom sees my photo, but the rest of humanity is, is not seeing my photos. It's all reels all the time. So I'm making reels. And I'm realizing I'm spending all this time coming up with this content for reels. And then I just kind of throw it out there and go, okay, one reel all done versus going, where could this video live in other formats? And one of the other formats, I don't know if you've heard of this um, YouTube. It's very, very popular. People seem to like this YouTube. So this first goal is me saying, okay, how do I make sure that I don't go to all this trouble to create this piece of content that I think is good and helpful, is going to change lives, et cetera, and then it only goes on one platform and then it disappears forever. So I'm going to figure out how to get back on YouTube. Goal number two, get 1,000 people to join me for the GGC in January 2023. I'm doing this massive year-long adventure for the first time ever, and I'm inviting 1,000 people to join me. It's something I've never done before. It's taken me a long time to get the resources and the team built where I could actually create a year-long experience, and I finally have that. So I'm working on that. Um, I'll tell you guys about it more in a few weeks, but my goal is to get 1,000 people to join me. Goal number three, file all my ideas um, before the end of the year using audio. What does that mean? Well, it means when I collect a bunch of ideas in my notebooks, which you've heard me talk about again and again and again and again, that I put them into a file, a Word document, that I can actually use and search. That's the problem. One of the hangups with notebooks, and I'm a paper person, paper all day, 
ride or die with paper is you can't easily search them. So I like to take all these ideas I have and eventually transfer them into a document, into a file that's searchable, I can share it with people, etc. So my goal is before the end of the year, I will have transferred all those ideas via audio using the audio you know, function on my phone to talk them in out of the paper version into a digital version. So that's a, that's a big goal for me. It's a work in progress as most of these are. Number four, this one gets real specific. Some of these are kind of vague and I'm, I'm adding detail. This one is pretty specific. Spend 736 hours writing ideas in 2023. Okay. That's a, it's a very specific number. What do I mean by that? Well, I want to work 40 hours a week for 46 weeks. Like on average, there's going to be some weeks. I mean, let's just be real. There's going to be some 60-hour weeks here and there. There's going to be some shorter weeks. But on average, I'd like to do 40 hours a week for 46 weeks. I went through and said, okay, I work for myself, which when you are own your own business, it usually means you don't take a lot of vacation time. Um, entrepreneurs, business owners are terrible at vacation time. They're like, yeah, I took an hour in July. It was amazing. It was very relaxing. So I'm going to try to take about six weeks off this year. Part of it was if I had a job, like a full-time job at, in an office, and my boss was like, hey, you know what? Six weeks vacation. I'd be like, this is a great job. But then you build your own job, and you, don't, and you treat yourself worse than a boss would, and you give yourself less vacation time. So I'm going to try to take six weeks off, which means I've got 46 hours to play with. So 46 times 40 that's 1,840 hours. 40% of that is 736 hours. For my business to work well, for really, to be honest with you, for my heart to work well, I need to be writing. Um, Jenny, my wife has said before, it's miserable to be married to a writer who isn't writing. I think that's true of a lot of things. It's miserable to be married to a photographer who hasn't taken photos or you know, a mechanic who's not repairing things or an engineer who's not doing engineering work, whatever. Like When you feel called to do something and you love to do it when you're not doing it out of fear, frustration, whatever, you're kind of a a jerk to be around. So I know that my business works well if I'm creating ideas, honing ideas, shaping ideas, and creating the best things I can. But I also know that busy work will fill it up. Busy work will take all those ideas. And there will be times when I want it to, when I'm trying to hide from a difficult book, hide from a difficult speech. I'll be like, oh, I got to have 42 meetings. Like, and I'll fill my schedule so that I can hide from the hard work. So I'm going to really be deliberate about tracking my writing hours in 2023. I still have to figure out how I'm going to track it. It's a chart. Is it in a Word document? You can tell I love Word documents. Is it on an app? I, I still have to figure that out, but I've got the number, 736. Let's go. Number five, um, identify top 10 podcast hosts that I would like to have on my podcast. I'd like to get to know my podcasting audience a little better. I'd like to know who's in my space. So it'd be fun to go, wow, these are the top 10 people in my space. I'd love to interview them about what they're doing and how they're doing. I think that'd be really interesting. Number six, um, release the finished journal. We've got our own journal that's coming out in 2023. Um, the German company Leuchtturm, who I love, they make my favorite notebook. It's the best notebook in the world, in my opinion. We actually have one we've been working on together for about two years, and I think this is going to be the year when we launch it. So I'll add some more detail to that, but that's a big career one for me. Number seven, start my sowing and reaping concept on December 19th. On December 19th, I turned 47. Um, So I've already done that goal because I started it. But for the next three years, I want to work on a process 
of figuring out what does it look like to sow and reap when it comes to the type of work I do in my life. Like, what does that principle look like? Because I keep seeing over and over again that when I'll give, when I'm deliberate in that kind of that parable of sowing and reaping, I get to see some amazing things happen. And so I've got to figure out what that looks like, but I've got three years on that one. That's a, that's a good example of a, a bigger goal than just a 2023 goal. I'm really deliberately going, okay, where do I want to be in three years? I'll be 50 in three years. I really am curious about the principle of sowing and reaping. I think it might turn into a book at some point. How do I invest in that? And maybe it looks like encouraging one person a day. Like that's one of my goals on here, you'll see, is I want to encourage one person a day. And I think that's a really deliberate way to have stronger community. So I could say, well, I wish I had more friends or I wish I had stronger community. That's too vague. But a specific goal associated with that is encourage one person a day. And that's definitely tied to reaping and sowing, that I'm reaping all this encouragement. Like I'm curious about what that, you know, I'm sowing all this encouragement. What does that look like? What will come of that? I'm interested. Number eight, get contacts for every corporate speaking gig. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do better is super serve my speaking clients on the back end of the event. I feel like I do a good job on the front end. Um, you know, we do a call together. I really work on the content, like on site, we really work hard together. And then I notice that after the event, I don't do a very good job with follow through. I really don't. And so one of my goals this year is to be very deliberate about after an event, sending a thank you gift to the speaking clients I get to work with. Um, because I want to practice gratitude and I want to practice generosity. And I think that's a specific way within my job to do that. Number nine, launch the potential book. I'll add so many more details to this goal as we go, but I've got a brand new book coming out in the fall about potential. Um, I'll probably put a pre-sell goal around this one where I try to pre-sell a certain number of copies, like that's the goal, but it comes out in September, launching the potential book. That's a big one for me. Number 10, writing a new course for January, January, 2024. So I really feel like if you are all about goals and I'm all about goals, January should be your Super Bowl. That's why we're doing the guaranteed goals challenge, which you can sign up acup.me slash challenge, acup.me slash challenge. If you're into goals, that's the season you should really be focused on. And so I'm really trying to prepare content that's fire for January. Number 11, keep expenses and hours for the GGC. Okay, remember I said I'm doing a year-long thing? Well, that's the GGC. I want to be really deliberate about the expenses and the hours so that I can tell, is it really performing the way I want it to perform? As a small business owner, it's really easy to not track your hours, not track your expenses. And so I want to do a better job with that. Number 12, I think this one's going to get booted, but it's on here right now. It's on the initial list. Add 10,000 YouTube subscribers. Here's why I think it's going to get booted. It's going to get booted for a very simple reason. I don't know how many I grew by in 2022. When you disconnect your new goal from your old goals, you end up setting yourself up for failure. I don't know right now, did I grow by 1,000 subscribers in 2022? Did we grow by 2,000 subscribers, 5,000 subscribers? Right now, this goal doesn't have enough reality, and so I need to add some reality. And two, I think I might get booted from my list because am I really going to do this? Like, I've got a ton of other things to focus on in 2023. It's one thing for me to say to the team, hey, if we do a great video for real, please 
do some sort of magic and also post it as a, a YouTube short. That's one thing. It's a different thing for me to say. I'm going to try to grow subscribers by 10,000. I just think I'm stuck on the number. Like it's a cool number, but I don't think I'm going to really do it. So right now it's on the chopping block. Number 13, write the new teen book with Ellie and McRae. My two daughters, Ellie and McRae. We um, got a new book deal, which is awesome. And we're doing a teen book together. Our second one, our first one is called Your New Playlist. It's about mindset. If you've got a teenager, get that book as fast as you can because it's going to change your teenager's life. But we've got a new book to work on. So we'll be writing that this year. Number 14, start researching the bravery book. I'm going to add a lot of definition to that one, but I've got a new book I'm working on about bravery. You can see it's books, 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 which is why I don't think YouTube's going to get a lot of love this year, but I need to start putting some hours and some research into that. Number 15, make 10% more net income than in 2022. I think 10% is a fair number. I did it last year. I think we can do it this year. So I feel pretty good about that one. It's not hard to measure because I have a P&L that shows me the money, et cetera. Number 17, number 17, record 15 podcast episodes, 15 podcast episodes. Um, that's a podcast a week. I really want to do that. I want to be deliberate about that, but I want to get smarter at it too. So I did it last year. I had 52 episodes, but now I want to plan them out as far as possible. I find that the further I plan out, the better they are. I find that when I wait and all of a sudden somebody goes, Hey, you got a new podcast to do in like two weeks. It's just a, uh, it's a scramble. And you can always tell, like when you listen to a podcast, you can tell when the person was busy on something else and they show up and they're like, hey, today I want to talk about just life, you know, like, ooh, like what's been going on in your life? And you're like, oh, you didn't, that wasn't a planned out podcast. So I want to get better at planning them out. So right now I'm working on, okay, what's the kind of content that I would have consistently? Like I love the seven best books I read. Um, in a year. I think that's a cool concept. I think I'll try to do that every year. I love the end of year review and the, the year ahead kind of plan this episode. So we'll see. I'm trying to get better at those, but that's a goal. 17, publish the list of books from this podcast. When I interview somebody, I often end the interview by saying, hey, what are your, what are your favorite books? What's your, what are your favorite books? And I think it'd be really cool to have that list put together. So that's one of my goals. Number 18, I want to um, use a Kanban productivity system every week, but on vacation. So there's this productivity system. It's really based on a software development system. Again, goal nerd, such a goal nerd, um, called Kanban, K-A-N-B-A-N. I do a modified version of it. I like to do it weekly. It helps me set up my week for maximum success and fun. So I'd like to do that every week in 2023, except vacation weeks. It's super annoying to my family if I add productivity to our vacation. Like, would any other goal nerds please raise their hand and be like, oh, I, I've done that, Like, and my family hated it. Like, same, same. Number 19, 12 monthly goal reviews. I want to be really deliberate about reviewing my goals once a month. I'm going to schedule these at the beginning of every month. I'm just going to knock these out. Probably put them on my finish calendar. Shout out finish calendar. My favorite productivity tool, finishcalendar.com. Huge wall calendar. Super gorgeous. I've used it for 10 years. Number 20, interview Caleb Gregory on ATG. This is an appointment goal. So I'm going to change this because some of these things I've put on here are really an appointment that I can schedule. It's, it's more of a singular thing that needs to happen. Caleb Gregory is, um, 
my CrossFit trainer, I thought, oh man, he'd be fun to talk to on this podcast. But that doesn't need to be a goal I look at once a month. That's an activity or an appointment that needs to happen. Um, so I'm going to remove it from the goals list as I whittle. Number 21, take Ashley, my assistant, and Jenny out to lunch in December. Jenny and I, as the co-owners of Ake of Ideas LLC, that's our company, love to take Ashley out at the end of every year and thank her for this an amazing job she's done. We've worked together for, I think it's seven years now. She's amazing. This is another thing I'm going to take off the goal list, though, because this is an every year goal. This is a scheduled appointment. I don't need to look at that once a month. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm figuring out, oh, okay, some things are goals, some, some things are appointments. Number 22, empty my inbox twice a week. I said this last week that when it comes to inbox zero, what works for me is to empty it to zero twice a week. If I can do that, the rest of the week is pretty chill. Monday and Thursday are my days. That's just what works for me. Number 23, meet with my speaking agents every December. This is another one of those every year goals. I'm going to probably pull out and put on a separate list called every year. And then guess what? Those things I'm going to do every year. But at the end of every year, I like to meet with my speaking agents. I give them a bonus. We have a big celebration, like a giant check. We're doing a giant check this year. It's so awesome. Because I've never given away a giant check, like one of those golf checks. You know, like I want to give one of those to the agents and be like, thanks so much for your hard work. These agents kill it every year, and I really want to be grateful for that. Um, Number 24, start recording all my ideas in the notes section of my phone. Again, I'm really trying to do this one. I've already mentioned this one earlier, tied to another goal, but I really want to be deliberate about using the audio, using the audio, because I've been doing it the slowest way possible to capture notes. And so now I'm like, and it's funny, I'm not a huge tech guy. I have friends who have been using audio on their phone to capture ideas for like 10 years. And I feel like I'm the latest person on the party. The joke I always do about that is like, I feel like I'm the guy that's like, Have you guys heard of Adele? Oh my gosh, she's going to blow your mind. Adele, she's from England. Just wait till you hear Adele. I'm very late to this one, but I'm going to work on it. Number 25, build as many systems as possible. So I want to start asking the question with my work, is this the first time or last time I will be doing this? Like, is this the first time or the last time I'll be doing this? Because chances are it's not the last time. And if I can do it efficiently on the upfront, it's only going to get faster and better. Now, the first quarter will be slow. Each quarter will get faster as the efficiency builds. So I'm trying to learn to take the time on the front end to, so that I can sprint on the back end. Um, what's an example about that? Okay, here's an example. So at the end of these podcast episodes, I think it's fun to have a real review from somebody that posted on iTunes. So one of y'all is kind enough to write a review That's amazing. So instead of just going like, hey, reviews are awesome, to call one out to say, hey, Rebecca, thanks for saying this, or hey, Mark, thanks for saying this. I think that's fun. I think that's an extra layer of detail. I think it makes the show even better. So when I went to do that the first time, I paused and said, is this the last time I'll be doing this? And I realized it wasn't. So I didn't just do it one time. I went into iTunes and had 20 pulled, 20 different reviews and now they're in a Google doc. And now instead of every time I think, Oh wait, wasn't I going to do this? Like now I have a format. Now I have a template. Now I have a system. 
Um, and not only do that, I have a template for each episode where it's just me, where I've got that listed, like, don't forget this. Here's the link to the Google Doc. So I'm trying to get better at systems. Systems don't come naturally to me, but man, do they make life so much more enjoyable. Those are my career goals, financial goals. I want to give away X amount of dollars. Like, so I have a specific goal for that. Um, Jenny and I want to give away X amount of dollars. Um, we want to grow that every year. Um, it's super, super fun. Um, I love, love, love what when uh, you can do when you give somebody money, when you financially lean into an organization, a nonprofit, a team you love, um, what you can do with that. So we're going to try to raise the amount we give because it's really fun. I'm not going to mention the amount because that's kind of cheese ball, but we're going to do that. That's one of our, our it's one of our financial goals. Number two, this one is like the exact opposite of that. You can see they're kind of all over the place. I don't want to buy another Lego set until I finish the Lamborghini VW F1 and DeLorean. Wow, that is really nerdy and really specific. I know, but I, this is going to surprise you. I can be a little compulsive. Um, and by a little compulsive, I mean every single area of my life. So what happens is when I like something, I don't sort of like it. I like it all. So like I get into this mode where I'm like, Oh, I think I like putting together Lego sets, especially cars. That's relaxing to me. And then I buy like seven. Um, and then I don't enjoy it as much because there's just this pile of, it feels like unfinished work. So in order to enjoy it, I'm making a goal that says, okay, until I finish the sets I already have, I'm not going to buy more sets. And I actually saw somebody has a big Lego Instagram account say, yeah, you shouldn't have a big backlog. And I was like, oh, that sounds better than compulsive. Yeah, that's just it. I have a backlog. So I'm going to work on that. Um, third financial goal, there's a fund we want to put X amount of dollars into every month. I'm trying to be deliberate and faithful and consistent with saving for retirement, with investing um, versus ups and downs. Just like, Okay, every month, this is what's going to go in. Number four, I want to practice generosity. When it comes to finances, I want to practice generosity. So the questions I'm asking myself right now are, can you find tangible ways to reduce your scarcity mindset and live with extravagant generosity? I love that word extravagant. I heard somebody use it the other day and I was like, oh, that's a good word. I forgot about that word. I want to practice that. So I'm looking for ways to practice generosity. I don't know the ways yet, but I'm on the hunt. I'm on the look relationships. Here's my relationship goals. I want to train for the Nashville Half Marathon with my daughter, McRae. I have a daughter, McRae, who is a junior in high school, and I'm going to train with her for the Half Marathon. Um, Nashville has a rock and roll series marathon. It's amazing. I've done it probably maybe six or seven times. Really great race. She's going to do it for the first time. Let's go. Number two, also McRae. Help McRae apply to college. This fall, it's crazy for me to say, McRae will be applying to college. Like Jenny and I are on the edge of empty nest, which is bonkers. But yeah, I want to do everything I can to help McRae apply for college because that's a huge deal, obviously. Number three, I want to hike with my buddy Eric. I have a good friend named Eric. We're becoming even better friends. He likes to hike. I like to hike. I find that conversations happen naturally on things like hikes. And so I've got that on my list. That's one of my relationship goals. Number four, a weekly walk with Nate the first half of the year. I've got a buddy named Nate who lives in our neighborhood. He's a missionary. He's going back to Germany in July. And he came last July. They're doing a year in between. And so we went on a walk once a week for, for the last half of last year. So now we've got another half of the year together to hang out. 
I don't want to regret in October when he lives in Germany. I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool if Nate and I could go on a walk. So I'm being deliberate about that. I find that, again, people tend to act too casually about things like relationships versus being deliberate about them. So I'm trying to be deliberate about them. Number five, another McRae. Uh, I want to help McRae do a weekly review on Sunday afternoons. She's uh, been working with me about, hey, how do I get ready for the week? Like, what does it look like for me as a teenager to get ready for the week so that I can win the week? Um, Like, how do I prepare? And I love that question. And we talk about goals a lot. And so I found great um, peace and stress-free living and having a little bit of like get ready on a Sunday afternoon for the rest of the week. So she and I are working on that. Number six, this is so specific. Buy Jenny a swatch. My wife's name is Jenny. Um, a few years ago, McCray and I bought her a swatch when we were in New York City, and we still laugh about it because the lady selling the swatches was like, hey, is she a sporty mom? Is she a luxurious mom? And we just started kind of laughing because she kind of described her like one of the members of the Spice Girls. Like, is she sporty spice? Um, but we bought Jenny a swatch, and she's like, oh, I love this. You can get me a swatch every year. And so now it's become a thing. So now... Um, I can put that in my calendar like it's October. Let's get Jenny a swatch. Gave her a swatch this Christmas. It's such a fun gift. If you don't remember swatches, um, they were the coolest watches in the 1980s and defined my childhood. So I actually have a note in this goal that says the E-Terminal in Atlanta has a swatch store. I love that. Like I throughout the year try to collect notes in these goals to make it even easier for myself. Like I want to win this. So now like in addition to like I can buy them online, obviously – I can actually see the swatch in a store in the E-Terminal in Atlanta, and I fly through Atlanta a lot. Boom. I'm going to remember that. Number seven, 12 dates with Jenny. I want to go on 12 dates uh, with Jenny. So the questions I have for that are, okay, but how will you track this? What does the tracking look like on that? And what counts as a date? Like there's some days where we have to do like a bunch of adult stuff. Like we have to like go to Costco and go get gas and like go to Home Depot for some like – I don't know, screwdriver or whatever we need at Home Depot. Like there's some days where we do like six errands in a row. We have to pick up my dry cleaning and then check the P.O. box. Does that count as a day? I mean, technically we're together, but I don't know if she would go, oh man, remember that time we went and checked your P.O. box? That was so romantic. So I'm working on that one, but I want to be deliberate about it. Number eight, send out 26 books to leaders. So I interact with a lot of executives, a lot of CEOs in my job a lot of amazing event planners, a lot of amazing leaders. And a lot of them are like me. They like to read books. I just thought it'd be cool this year to send out 26 books to 26 different leaders because occasionally I'll be reading a book and I'll go, oh, this book reminds me of that person. And I think it'd be really cool in that moment to write that person a note and then send them that book. That would mean a lot to me if somebody did that to me. If somebody said, hey, John, I was reading this book about blank and it reminded me of you and I hope you're doing well. Like I would like that. That again relates to that like reaping and sowing. Like I'm reaping and sowing relationships. I'm pouring into people. I'm going to try that. I got to figure out how to do it. Like I got to be deliberate. I got to have a plan or it just won't happen at all. So let's see at the end of the year if I've done that one. I initially said 52 books. I was like every week. But then I was like, dude, that you're not going to do that. Like I'm getting better at having realistic goals on the upfront versus like crazy goals. Cause a crazy goal is when you haven't done it once and you tell yourself you'll do it weekly for an entire year. That is not a realistic goal for me to go. I've never done it. Now I'm going to do it 52 times. Come on. That's, that's not going to work. Number nine, 
encourage one person every day. I mentioned this one early. Um, I'm want to do that. I've done that before. It's super fun. Now the trick where I've gotten better at this is you create a master list. Like you create a master list in your goals file of the relationships you want to support so that when it's some day and you've just, you're dead tired and you don't have any energy, you can go to that list and go, Oh, that's right. I wanted to encourage cam. Like, you know, it'd be really easy to encourage cam Grissom. He's one of my um, good friend's son and cam and I have the same birthday. Dude, how easy would it be for me to have a note on December 19th that said, remember, you and Cam have the same birthday. Send him a text. Come on. That'd be amazing. Super easy. Number 10, empty the attic in the spring with Jenny. Ooh. So we have this attic space above our garage. Um, Jenny just installed like some fold down, some a fold down ladder, like one of those ladders that you saw in like um, Christmas vacation. And so we have this attic space up there that's full of I don't even know and we've just been putting more and more I don't even know up there until like it's too much and we both know it's too much and so we've decided this spring we're just gonna have to go in there and get crazy with that attic so we're gonna do that I'm gonna put it on my finish calendar for March last one relationship goals number 11 call Ellie twice a week my daughter Ellie is in college I'm sure there's a lot of weeks where we'll do that naturally, but I want to be deliberate about it. I want to have a post-it note on my weekly plan that goes, oh yeah, call Ellie, and then I'm going to call her on a Thursday and be like, hey, how's it going? How's class going? Like, I'm going to be deliberate about that. Now, health. Health goals. Number one, I'm going to run 500 miles. I did 400 and some change last year. 500 feels doable. I'm going to track it using Strava. Pretty easy. Number two, CrossFit. 175 times. So I know that I did more than that um, in 2022. So I feel good about that number. I know how to track it. I know how to stay in touch with my trainer. Like I've got that one kind of dialed in. So 175, I initially had that one at 250 and that was unrealistic because I only did like 178 or so in 2022. So I, I knew that 250 was like, a, no, that's too big of a jump. Number three, learn how to sit still for an hour. This one feels impossible, um, but I'm curious about it. I want to see if I can time myself and like learn how to sit still for an hour. I have a very active brain and a very active lifestyle. Sitting still is hard for me. And so I'm curious, could I learn to be better at that? And I'm not going to go like just white knuckle sit down for an hour every day. I'm probably going to start and be like, in January, I'm going to learn how to sit still for five minutes. Cool. Just sit still, like using my thoughts, give myself some space, then maybe 10 minutes. Like I'm curious if I could do it. It sounds super easy, but I think it's, I'm going to have a hard time with it. Number four, buy CrossFit shoes when I hit 300 workouts total. So once I've done 300 workouts in these shoes, and I'm not saying that they'll be done. I'm just saying that's a reward. Like, let's go. I want to get some new CrossFit shoes when I hit the 300 moment, it'll probably happen like September. That's something to look forward to. Nice. Number five, I'm going to track my calories to the best of my rough estimate. The older I get, the less my metabolism is doing me any favors. Like when I was 23, I could eat like a whole pizza and then just think about like, like being in shape and my body be like, Oh, it's cool, dude. We'll burn this off. Like, Oh, you're just thinking we'll count thinking as exercise. And then like my like early forties, I swear my metabolism got in the car and was like, adios, we're retiring. We're going to Palm Springs. We're going to play golf. 
So I want to get a little bit better at at kind of putting some reality about the calories that I'm that I'm using. Cuz especially travel, like travel business travel is challenging because especially if you're in the Sky Club, the Delta Sky Club, they're just like, "Hey, it's 10 a.m. Would you like macaroni and cheese? And you're like, you know what? It is 10 a.m. I would like macaroni and cheese. And so that kind of thing, like, and they don't limit you. They're just like, here's a scooper and we won't tell you any sort of portion control. I'm terrible at portion control when it comes to cheese products. So just go for it. So I want to get a little better at that. All right, fun goals. Number one, I'm going to update my awesome moments list. What's an awesome moments list? It's the best tool I've ever found for goal accomplishing. It's fantastic. I'll tell you more about that one later. Um, but it's it's the best tool, and I'm going to update my awesome moments list. I've kept it for, um, I guess it's about 18 months now, and I'm going to keep using it because it's so good. Number two, test three new systems this year. Remember I mentioned systems? Now I'm getting specific. So what are some systems I can test in my life that make my life run a little bit better? Number three, I'm going to create an every year list. Remember I said, oh, I take my assistant out to, you know, Jenny and I go out to lunch with her every year and we do a team celebration. Like I want to get better at every year activities and just have a list of them. Number four, buy a pocket knife. What? John, that's so weird and specific. I know I'm weird and specific, but I decided every year I want to buy a new pocket knife because I'm an adult. Like you can just buy a pocket knife if you want them. You can eat cereal for breakfast or dinner or lunch or whenever. So a few years ago, I bought myself a Benchmade pocket knife and then I did it a second time. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it a third time. There's this knife company. They're not a sponsor. Um, They're called Finch. Maybe I'll buy a Finch knife. I give it to myself at Christmas because it's fun to open up a pocket knife at Christmas, even if you know it's coming. Number five, I want to spend July in the mountains. Did this last year. Super fun. Going to do it this year again. Spend July in the mountains. Number six, read 60 books. Feels reasonable. I read 50 and some change, like 58-ish, 56-ish last year. I can do this one. Number seven, put 1,500 ideas in my idea folder, my file. I can do this one. I've done this before. Number eight, mid-year review meeting with Rob, JJ, and KQ in June. So this year, I've got three good buddies. And I said, hey, we talk about like holding each other accountable for these lives we're building all the time, and we never do it. Let's get together. I'll run out a coffee shop for a couple hours. Not at the whole shop, like just the back room. I don't want to big for my britches. I rented out a room at a coffee shop. And we reviewed our goals and I taught them some of the things I've learned and shared some of those and they shared and it was awesome. And so I don't want to just do that in December and be like, good luck with the rest of your years, boys. So I'm going to try to do a June kind of mid-year thing. Number nine, eight sessions with Chip Dodd. Um, Chip Dodd is my counselor, performance coach, you know, therapist, whatever phrase you like. I want to try to do eight sessions with him. He's about an hour from me. So sometimes it's hard to get out there, but he's brilliant. And he's awesome. We've worked together for like two and a half years now. So I want to make sure that like every six weeks or so, I'm checking in. Number 10, keep a learn list. I am trying to deliberately write down things I learn throughout the year. Things I learn about myself, things I learn about my systems, things I learn about the world. I want to keep a learn list. So at the end of the year, I can go, oh, look at the 50 things I learned. That's cool. This one's funny to me. Number 11, up my style game. Um, I am actively trying to fight the idea of like, 
getting real casual with how I dress. Like I don't want to like, I can feel frumpy, like I'm on a frumpy horizon and I'm like, like I'm not going to be in a tuxedo. Don't worry. No, no hat or, or tails or little monocle like Mr. Peanut. But I want to get a little more stylish. It's not something I necessarily think about. Like I wear a black sweater almost every day. And then when it's warm, I wear a black t-shirt. But I'm curious. Could I get a little more stylish? Maybe I could. Maybe mid-year, I'm like, this is dumb. I don't care about it. We'll see. Number 12 and 13. I think I'm going to eliminate this one. I really do. I said reach platinum on Delta and reach companion pass on Southwest. I'm going to eliminate it because it's going to happen regardless. Like based on the amount I travel, both of those things are going to happen. I just like the game of it. I like that I have an app that shows me a little tracking bar, a little progress bar. And like when I travel, when I fly to Salt Lake, here's how many points it was like. It's a total game. I like the little game of it. But I know in the last couple of years, I've hit it both times. Like I've hit both of them multiple years in a row. So I don't need to track that. It's going to happen. That's to me the difference between like a goal and just a task. Like if it happens without any effort, eh, it's not a goal. Number 14, track all my books on Goodreads. Um, If you don't use Goodreads, it's like this big online book collection site where you get to share the books you're reading and you build shelves. And I did this last year. I'm going to do it this year. Um, Now I want to include like when I post a book, tell people that I posted a book like, hey, Twitter, I just posted a new book on Goodreads. Check it out. I want to get better at that. Number 15, write a day summary page every day. So at the end of the day, write a summary of the day or at the beginning of the next day. This one I'm curious about. I don't know if it matters. I, it feels a little compulsive to me. Like I have to write a page every day. So I've got a note in this goal to check it and go, what if it was write a page when your heart feels full? Like that's a little more emotional, I guess, but like eh, maybe I don't need to force myself to write every day. That seems like I, I could get really mechanical with that. Number 16, write down notes from 10 books. So I talked before about like I highlight all these books and then I don't ever do anything with the highlights. So it's useless. I forget what I highlighted 10 minutes after. So could I go back through the books and write down in a file what I wrote, what I highlighted? I don't know if I'm going to do it though, to be honest with you. Maybe. Number 17, get my car detailed. I always forget that. I love that. I love when the car is clean and feels new, but I forget it. So maybe I'm going to do that in May, and I've got a note to ask my friend Chris Nydig if he likes the guy who detailed his car. All right, cool. Number 18, stay dialed in the entire year. This is a middle goal for me. I tend to live at the edges. I'm an all or nothing guy. A kid, my youngest daughter said to me, you're either OCD or no CD. Either I'm all in or I'm all out. I want to get better at that. I want to live in the middle. I want to be dialed in and kind of in the middle, not on one extreme. So I got some detail to add to that one. That's too vague to work on, but I'm going to do it. Number 19, pick the first 10 books that I'm going to read every time I finish a book. So like what I mean by that is when I finish a book to know, okay, what are the next 10 I'm going to look at? What are the next ones I'm going to engage in? Because sometimes what happens is I finish a book and I'm like, I got no books. So I'm going to try to collect them in Amazon. What do I mean by that? I mean, when I go look at a book, instead of buying it right away, I'm going to add it to a list. I have a list that says 2023. I'm going to add it in there. So I'll always have the next 10 books set up. I like that. As I finish the book, I've got the next 10 books. I've got the next 10 books. Because that way I'll be able to roll through some books at a pretty good clip. Number 20, speaking of books, keep a list of books I read in a PDF. 
so that I can share it with people at the end of the year. Like maybe somebody would want that. Maybe somebody would go, hey, what books did you read? And they don't want to do good reads. And I go, oh, here's, here's a PDF of the books I read. I got that idea from a CEO. I spoke to his company, an amazing bank. And I said, hey, do you have any good book recommendations? And that dude immediately emailed me a two-page PDF with 94 different books on it that he recommended. And I was blown away by that and thought, ooh, I want to be that guy when I grow up. Like that's what's up. That's the next level. Number 21, this is an attitude goal. Um, Don't try to win conversations with your wife. I find that sometimes for the stupidest of reasons, like I'll give an example of this. So we're driving by a field and she'll be like, oh my gosh, look how many cows are out there. There's like 50. And I'll be like, mm, it's like 42 maybe. I, I didn't need to say that. That like what? I don't know why I need to win the cow conversation. That makes no sense to me. And like she wasn't saying there's exactly 50 cows out there. I know it. Like, so there's times when for no reason I'm clarifying or correcting or trying to win conversations like we're in some serious discussion about the number of cows. So that's an attitude goal. That's a heart goal. I just want to be deliberate about that because it's so silly. And it often starts arguments that don't even matter. Like who cares how many cows are out there? So that's something I'm thinking about. Number 22, don't know if this one's going to happen. I wrote down, take an online sketch class. So my questions are like, well, when, where, who could I ask for a suggestion? Probably my friend, Emily, she's an illustrator. Um, and then I also wrote down, would a mind mapping class be better? Cause I think a mind mapping class where you're mapping out ideas might be what I'm looking for. I'm trying to figure out what's my goal with this one. Like if the goal is to get better at shaping ideas, maybe a mind mapping class would be better. Last one, number 23, return the half dollars. Um, if you read soundtracks, I got, this is ridiculous. I got $500 and half dollars um, because I was trying a goal. And when I ordered the half dollars, there was a miscommunication. I wanted 500 half dollars, which is $250. They heard I want $500 worth of half dollars. It's too many. Ha- Nobody needs to own that many half dollars. Like it was the weirdest interaction with the bank where you come and you're like, hi, I'm here for the thousand half dollars. Complete weird. I need to return them. I have pounds and pounds of metal at my house that are worth something that I've just been sitting on. So I need to return the half dollars. That's an easy one. Those are my goals for 2023. This is a long episode. This is 40 minutes. Woo, yowza. But of course it is because it's 68 goals. Now I'm going to whittle that down. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to chop, chop, chopity chop. I'll probably add to it as well. I mean, it hit me that while I was going through that list that I want to run another half marathon. I'm out of town when McRae is running the National Half Marathon, which I'm bummed about. I am. But she's going to run it with her uncle and her aunt, and I know she's going to have a blast with them. So maybe I'll run the Murfreesboro Middle Half Marathon in October. That's another one in our area that I think is really good. If you're curious about building the best possible goals for your 2023, don't miss my free online challenge, the Guaranteed Goals Challenge. It starts next week, and it's going to be amazing. I'm going to teach you three lessons. Number one, Day one, discover the four words that will help you accomplish any goal. This is rocket fuel for your goal. Number two, dream the smart way and ditch perfectionism. Any perfectionists listening to this, like raise your hand. We're going to figure out how to craft a plan that will remove any barriers from action. Number three, day three, stop procrastinating and check your work. Do the work and improve your processes as you go. It's 100% free, 100% awesome. And you can watch the video replays if you can't join us live. There will be more than 19,000 people from around the world taking part and encouraging each other. I can't wait. 
We'll link it in the show notes, but the URL is acuff.me slash challenge. That's A-C-U-F-F dot M-E slash challenge. Thank you so much for listening today. It's the first of the year. The first episode of the year. So it was an action-packed 40 plus minutes. Use my episodes are like 23 minutes long. This one was like a double, like a box CD set. Like I don't know if you remember those. That's that's old reference. But thank you for listening. Thank you for writing reviews. Here's one from Keller that I loved. I really love this one from Keller. Keller D. Weller said, entertaining, educational, and funny. That's my goal, Keller. Those three words, entertaining, educational, funny. I love it. I always get something each week from listening, whether it's great soundtracks, book recommendations, or a new way to look at something. Thanks, John, for a fun way to look forward to each week. Thanks for saying that, Keller. That's super encouraging. Please make sure you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss another episode. I'll see you next Monday. And remember, all it takes is a goal. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the All It Takes is a Goal podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content from John Acuff, visit acuff.me slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the All It Takes is a Goal podcast. <laughs>